All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show singer, songwriter, recording artist Carissa. What is up? Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, man, we've been looking forward to talking to you, man. You got a lot of cool things in the works. Yep, yep. All right, so before we get into your, your latest project, let's tell my listeners a little bit about you. Like, uh, when did you first get into making music, and how did that all start? Uh, so I grew up um, in church. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I started playing piano when I was four, um, and I started playing piano in church when I was nine. Um, and I still play to this day, actually. I'm still a church musician. Nice. Um, yeah, and um, but how I got started in music, um, pretty much everybody in my family uh, either plays some type of instrument or sung or did some, you know, did something musically. Um, so I kind of had no choice but to be <laughs> uh, into it. So, um, but it's it's been my first love, and I still love it to this day. So how did a four-year-old start playing piano? Were you just did you have a piano like at the church you went to as a little girl, or did you have it at home? How, how did that all start? So when I was uh, when we were living in my hometown, um, my parents had this old piano in the in the house, and it was of course out of tune. Yeah. But uh, I was just pecking on it. I started playing, and um, you know I listened to people. Um, in the community that I come from, um, it's very musically inclined. Mm-hmm. So um, I would listen to different people in church and and watch other musicians. And, um, you know, as a little girl, you just kind of absorb and take it all in. And uh, I would take it home and I would just hear certain sounds and I'd try to match it on the piano, even though it was out of tune. <laughs> but right. I would try to match it uh, to what I hear. And, and that's when I learned how to play by ear. So, so you pretty much self-taught. You taught yourself? Pretty much, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I um I did the same thing with, with guitar. I can't really play piano. It's a little bit of keyboard, but um, I taught myself how to play guitar. Um, did you ever get around to trying to learn how to read and write music at all, or you just do it strictly by ear? Yeah, I, um, I tried to take piano lessons from different people. It didn't really work, but I didn't learn to um, read music. Until I got into, I think, around the sixth grade, and I got into uh, orchestra and band. Yeah. That's when I learned, you know, the, the different clubs, you know, the treble and bass clubs. And, wow. You know, spectrum of the music, um, the music fundamentals and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I, I start at with that. Yeah. So, for me... Um I'm self-taught also. I learned how to play guitar. I didn't take lessons. But, I, I mean, I, I did learn some. I've had some people show me some things that I didn't know. Um, but for the most part, really my only regret is um, I learned some bad habits, too. Yeah. Um, even playing, like, chords with my guitar. Like, when I play a D in my guitar, a D chord, I, I, I'm just, like, horrible because I use I don't, I don't use my ring finger. Um, yeah. I, I use my pinky finger, and, it's, and it was, makes it makes guitar um, teachers cringe when they see that because I'm completely yeah. like not doing the right thing. <laughs> so I, I actually thought about um, 
learning how to play the guitar, but I heard it was a, a very hard instrument to learn. So. Well, it's not. It's real. If you can play piano, you you can definitely learn how to play guitar. Um, I heard. The, you know, you can play anything. You can. And the guitar, the car, playing guitar, learning how to play guitar is, is just like anything else. It's a matter of practicing. And for me, it was getting my fingers calloused so I wouldn't, like, my fingers wouldn't bleed. Um, that's the toughest part is, 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 uh, getting your hand strength and your, and your, and your fingers toughen up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have small, salt hands, so. Yeah. You know, one of my problems is I have, I'm a big guy, but I have smaller hands for somebody my size. So my, my finger reach is not that good. Um, so, so I've never been able to be a scale guitarist. I, I, I can't do a lot of lead solos. I'm more of a rhythm finger picker type guy. Right. Um, because I don't have the reach. I mean, there's some people that have like a six fret reach and they have hands like Freddy Krueger. For crying out loud, you know they have long, lean fingers. Those are the people that can really play guitars with the really long fingers. God bless those people. Exactly. All right, so let's um, let's talk about this new single you have out called Radar. I listened to it. I think it's great. Actually, it's, it's a great song and it's produced very, very well. Um, Thank you. So that's definitely compliments to you and your producer. I heard you. I heard you co-produced too, though, right? Yeah, uh, I added some parts and you know did my little thing on it. So. Yeah, tell the tell the listeners out there about the song. Like, what's the backstory? What's it about? Um, so actually, I, I began the production of this song like three years ago. Wow. Um, it was at that time um, I was talking to one of the other songwriters about the vision that that I had for the, the song and the beat. And at that particular time, I was going through. Um, some depression and some mm -hmm. dark moments in my life mm -hmm. uh, and we started the production of it and we just never kind of really got around to it but until like two years later two and a half years later obviously um and uh which was perfect timing because this past year has been one of the roughest years of my life mm -hmm. and um i lost a lot i lost my company i lost uh oh wow I, I, yeah, and so um, I went back into a deep, very deep depression. I was very, very dark place. Um, so I went ahead and finished the song to kind of, you know, help me get through that that moment. Um, it was very therapeutic. Yeah. Um, and so you can probably hear it through the song, the emotional, yeah. uh, you know, darkness of the song. But um, that's that's the background of it. Uh, I wanted to. Release the song to just let the listeners know that um, it's okay to be vulnerable. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay to not be okay. Um, and I know that nowadays we're not hearing a lot of songs like that now. Um, and I think it's needed and necessary, especially in times like today. Yeah. Uh, and so, for me, when I uh, speak about um, Am I on Your Radar, the lyrics of the song, the chorus, um, it's, it was literally me crying out to God, like, do you see me down here? Right. Do you see me going through this darkness? I know I've, you know, straight away, I know I've, you know, done stuff that I wasn't supposed to do. Um, but I'm, I'm here and I'm, you know, I'm struggling. Can you pull me out of this? And that's, that's really what the song's message is. 
Um, and hopefully the listeners who listen to this, they, they grasp that, that, that concept and they, um, can, you know, relate to that. I think everybody can relate to yeah. moments like we all have those moments, you know? A hundred percent. Um, it definitely connected with me for sure. Cause I've been through some dark times in my life also. Um, yeah. what's ironic is when I was in the Navy, I was a radar operator. And, mm. and so when I was listening to your song, you know, you know, what was flashing in my head. Um, we used to have man overboard drills when I was in the Navy on my ship. We would, we would practice saving people if they fell overboard. Um, and it was really intense because we had a, we were under the, um, once they would call man overboard and they wouldn't tell us, they would just like, it would just be random just to keep us on our toes. All of a sudden the man overboard drill would, on sirens would go off. And we had a time limit that we had, that we had to try to get under, um, a time limit in order to pass the drill. And I always envisioned, man, what a horrible feeling it would be if you were out to sea, whether it's a cruise liner or whatever, and you fell overboard at night, and you're, and you're just floating in the dark, pitch black ocean. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that? And then I'm so when I listen to your song, it's like, yo, God, I hope you see me down here floating in this ocean. <laughs> That's what flashed in my head. That would be horrible. Oh Think about that. It has happened. That's what's crazy. That has yeah. happened. A lot of people have fallen full overboard on ships and cruise liners and and spent several nights out the sea just floating. And you know how huge the, 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 the sea is? I mean, the earth is like 70% water. That, that's like torture is an understatement. For that. Oh, my like, God. I, you don't know what's swimming underneath you. What a horrifying situation to be in. Um. But yeah, so your song "Radar" is a really beautiful song. It is a little dark, but it's needed though because people can connect, um, yeah. and and that's that's the key when you can write a song that like everybody, no matter what kind of background they have in life, or no matter what religion they worship to, or God they worship to, it doesn't matter. Everybody can relate to songs like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's important. And that was that was the, the point and. The incentive that I was trying to get, get uh, with the listeners. Yep, I think you did. I think you did that. Um, <laughs> so talk about the video for it. Where, where did you guys shoot it at? Uh, so it's a lyric video. Oh, it is uh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a lyric video. I'm actually working on a visual for it. Um, we're planning. Really? Uh, in the planning planning stages of that. Yeah, because I I feel like that song. Um, I I wanted. I wasn't going to do a visual for it. I was just going to let it be just a lyric video because I didn't really um, want to... I'm going to be honest. I didn't really want to push this single too hard and take it as seriously until I saw people's reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> but now that you know people are gravitating to it, uh, I want to make sure that the pull is like, you know, something that's, that's going to be obviously really cool and... Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's gonna stick, you know. Um, mm -hmm. We're we're in the works with that. We're trying to make sure that everything's right and good, and yeah. I think it's a smart move because this song paints a picture when you listen to it. So I think a video would be really good for this song, honestly. Okay. You could have one where you see some somebody who's like on the ocean on a raft that fell overboard in the video. <laughs> that's the navy side of you coming out that's of right that's right that's the navy side 
Um, so I read that you were you went to school at the Media Tech Institute. Yes, I went there, graduated back in 2012. What's that? What was that experience? What was the stuff you learned there? I'm sure it was plenty. I'm be honest, I think I feel like, and I'm not being biased, but I feel like Media Tech Institute is one of the best schools that anyone can ever go to. Really? That's well yeah, said. Trying to pursue anything in regards to the music or entertainment industry. Uh, since I've been there, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken when I say this, but since I've been there, uh, I think they've expanded into more into film as oh, well. Cool. But um, when I was going there, we were studying, um, you know, the music business, audio engineering. Yep. Uh, we were studying, you know, songwriting, different song, songwriting techniques, uh, uh, I, uh, studio installation, um, wow. you know studio maintenance, uh, instrumentation, instrument maintenance, like the whole aspect of anything musical, um, they, they taught it. And, you know, the instructors were people who were um, pioneers, so they had some kind of stomping ground in the music industry. So um, it's just a pretty good school. It's a good school to be connected to um, after you graduate. You know, they help you out and, wow. and things like that. So. I mean, seriously, is there anything that they don't teach you about music there? It'd be sound that they cover everything. They cover everything. They do, you know, the um, what's the the thing they do with the the movies? Uh, editing. The edit, the audio editing. I can't. It's a it's a word for it. I can't remember it right now. Okay. Um, but they the edit the audio. They taught us how to do all that stuff. Wow. Um, so it's good for like learning how to make videos and stuff, like the, like producing right and editing and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, video production and audio production and everything. They teach you everything. So. Where's the school located at? They have multiple locations, actually. Okay. The one I went here in Houston. Um, I know they have one in Dallas. I think they have one in uh, it's somewhere in California. Nice. And I think they have one more location somewhere. I can't remember the other location. Oh, uh, you're in H Town. That's one of my favorite cities. Oh yeah. I used to uh I used to come out to Houston quite a bit. I don't do it quite as much now, but um I used to uh, have a oh I still have a really good friend there. I have actually many friends in Texas, but one of my best friends, Debbie, lives in Houston, so I used to go out there and see her on weekends because when I I live in I live outside of Jackson, Mississippi, so back when Southwest Airlines flew out of here, it was only an hour flight from Jackson to Houston and it was really cheap. You can get it for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I used to fly into Houston, and we used to go check out Minute Maid Park to go to the Astros game. And um, it's awesome. I love Houston. I love Houston too. Houston is awesome. Yep, it really is. Well, tech. I love Texas. Uh, I lived in Texas for ten years. I lived in San Antonio like many years ago. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome Texas. You know, my only my only thing is when I was in Texas, I was a lot younger, right? And so I didn't have a lot of direction in life. I just partied and chased girls and drank a lot of beer. Um, and that was like, it was great at the time. You know what I mean? But I wish I would have been a little bit more like goal oriented when I was in Texas. Um, but man, I had a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good times though. <laughs> That's what I, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, Texas is a great place. Yeah, so. it is. Um, all right. So what are some goals for you? You have set up for uh, the coming year, which is actually coming upon us quickly, will be in 2023. What do you want to get done 
in 2023? Oh, uh, I'm working on new music. Um, I want to release a new album sometime in the beginning of 2023. Okay. There's not too much I can say about uh, what's going on, but that's cool. We have um, we have a lot of projects and events that we're working on and putting together. And it's, it's some big stuff that's going to be happening in 2023. So, nice. Are you going to be doing some live performing? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Nice. Absolutely. Um, all right. A couple more things before we wrap it up. And before we wrap it up, I'll let you tell everybody where they can follow you and get all your music. Um, but these are two cool questions I like to ask my guests. One of them I stole from a, from somebody, so I'll be completely transparent. Um I, I occasionally, when I do podcasts, I'll go to my Facebook page and I'll say, hey, I'm interviewing such and such tonight. Does anybody have a question? So this lady named Tammy, who I've known for years, she said, yeah, I do. So she asked this question, and I thought it was like really freaking good question, and I just steal it now. I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you. So you can only pick one of these options. I'm going to give you two options. You can only pick one, okay? Okay. Okay, so what do you prefer more? Do you prefer creating a song or do you prefer performing it once the song is created? Creating. Okay, tell me why. Because uh, I'm an artist. Um, I like to create. I like to, uh, I'm a perfectionist. Performing is not really... Um, I feel like performance, in my opinion, for me, performing is, is a little bit more spontaneous. Uh, you know, of course, you plan your performances and how you want certain things to be in the performance. But when it comes to creating, it takes a little bit more uh, energy, more yeah. effort, um, because that's the beginning. That's the foundation. Um, and I feel like um, creating is just where the magic really happens, you know? Yeah. I, you know, there's no there's no wrong answer to that question, and that's what I love about it. Um, yeah. There is no wrong answer, and I've asked that question probably two dozen times in the past couple of years. I don't ask every guest. Um, and it's really interesting, the answers I get, because it really, I, I get to get inside someone's head. I, I mean, some people are just all about creativity. Like, you you definitely lean towards that. You're more the, you like the, the creation of a song. The, the yeah. building process, um, the foundation process. Other people are like, screw the creation. I just want to get up there and rock it on stage and watch 30,000 people sing the lyrics to my song. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's, it's great because you just get into the mindset of, of different people. You know, that's what's cool about it. For me, like, to kind of piggyback off of that, like for me, you know, after the song is created and, you know, you get the response and, you know, we're not from the fans, when you perform it, um, and you, like you said, you have 30,000, 100,000 people yeah. sing song, um, that makes the, the creative process more gratifying. It, it, for me, it motivates me to create more. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I kind of gravitate more to creating because it, it's fun to me. I just love yeah. being Absolutely. I love it. I love that question, too. Okay, so if you could collab or go on tour with any musician living or passed away, who would it be and why? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I never thought about it. Um, 
I would probably say it has to be one musician. Or, or a group. It could be a group or a musician. Okay. Uh, whew, I have so many. I just, I don't know. Give me your top three. Give me, give me your top three. And it could be all time. It could be somebody who's a legend that's passed away. It could be obviously living. Give me three of your top three performers, musicians, singers, songwriters that you like to sing with or collab with. Or both. I would say, um, of course, Brandy. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, I love, love her. Love her. Um, uh, Missy Elliott. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested. Okay, give me one more, then I'll go back to Missy Elliott. And uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, there's a legendary Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, she's the greatest singer. Oh, man, she is, yeah, very special. Um, okay, so when I opened up your photo, Missy Elliott came right to my head right away. I said she, she favors Missy Elliott some. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, very cool. Those are great, great, uh, great uh, musicians that you named also. All right. So before we wrap this up and get into your closing thoughts and, and social media and where they can get your music, I always like to go back through the questions and make sure I didn't miss anything that you're wanting to promote during this uh, interview. Any other songs or anything else in the works? Um, let's, let's touch on that. If not, we'll go on to the end here. Um. No, we, we're pretty good. I'm pretty good with everything. You good? You sure? I mean, cause this is your interview. I, we can keep rolling. If you got some more stuff you want to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm good. You good? Yeah. All right. So tell everybody out there where they can follow you on your social media. If you have a website where they can get your songs, Mike is yours. Yeah. Uh, so you can uh check me out on my website it's just www.carissa.com that's c-a-r-r-i-e-s-a dot -E com um you know I'm, of course my music is on all social media I mean, excuse me all uh music platforms um but you can follow me on instagram and tiktok um facebook and twitter it's all the same name which is carissa2 that's c-a-r-r-i-e-s-a T-W-O. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I got some new content that we're about to release pretty soon. Um, and that's at Car Carissa TV. That's what's up. And everybody listening, when you go to her YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Subscriptions are great. And then like all her videos so she can get that algorithm cooking. And more yes. people will, uh, will see it. And that's important for musicians to have more eyes and ears on their stuff. So I appreciate you very much. You were a lot of fun to talk to. You're very talented, too. I want to make sure, make sure I get that in there. Thank very, you, guys. Thank talented. you for having me, man. I, I had fun. Yeah, man. Come back, too. Whenever you got some new stuff you want to talk about, just holler at us, man. We'll get you back on. Absolutely. Thank okay. You, have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.